so it seems like most of these I open up with some anecdote. Mm-hmm. I don't really have one ready to go, so it's all you this time. All right, I'm going to start this off with a plea. <coughs> Taco Bell, I know you're listening. The Baja Blast Freeze is like the best thing on your menu. Every time I go to order it, oh, we're out of that. Oh, it's defrosting. Come on. Get your shit together. It's delicious. It's basically the reason I go to Taco Bell anymore. And I like now they just I have a blue raspberry airheads freeze. Come on. <laughs> I, I've tried to go to Taco Bell once and they were out of meat. <laughs> like I drove up. I drove up and they were like, hello, thank you for coming to Taco Bell. Just wanted to let you know we're out of meat. And I didn't even say anything. I just drove away. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? You call me cheap pretty frequently. Yeah. Numerous times I have went to the drive-thru, mm-hmm. ordered. They've said, that will be $6. And I just drive straight through and change my mind. And I don't want to spend it. And I'll just leave and then be hungry. You are the worst. <laughs> multiple, multiple times that's happened. That's not a one-off thing. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I didn't think it would be. No, that definitely happens. Um, yeah, I don't know if Taco Bell is gonna abide by your request because I have a feeling this is probably a very specific Taco Bell question that should probably be directed directly to that establishment. I've it's sev- It's every Taco Bell I go to. There are like three or four within driving distance of my home or workplace. Almost every time. Doesn't matter if it's like dinner time or eleven o'clock at night, they're out of it. It's pretty it rough to be you. It sucks. <laughs> it, it's the worst. Um. So segways. Those are the things that we can't ride because we're too fat. Is there a weight limit? Two hundred twenty-five pounds. Ooh, that's not e- all right. So I think I brought this up at one point. Mm-hmm. The fact that. Like medium isn't the medium sized person anymore. Yeah, two twenty five, heavy. Yeah, I mean that's that's not a bad weight limit. That's that's a lot. But well, no, no. I mean it's heavy as in overweight. Yeah. But like referencing the national population, that's a that's a lot of people. That's over two twenty five, man. I don't think that. I don't think that, that that's true. You don't we think- are a fat country. I don't think, like. Maybe, maybe ten percent, if that. No, I. There, no, I'm gonna be way off. It's gonna be like three percent or over two hundred twenty-five pounds. No way. Well, no. Hold. Okay, hold on. You can't include children. Right. Okay. So adults, you're so saying we're talking only the adult 3%. population. It's less than ten percent. Definitely. You think so? I really, I think so. We are a fat nation, but there are a lot of people that aren't fat or that are just like husky. But if you have a guy that's supposed to be 180 pounds and he's husky, he's 226. <laughs> just that one pound over. Well, I had to. Get, I was going to say 220 or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I need to call your statistics into question here. Okay. But but by the way, that's why uh, 224 is my goal weight. Uh. Because when I reach it, I'm going to get a Segway and never walk again. <laughs> that will last one day. And then you'll be back to 226. Yep. Like, that isn't. <laughs> Living the dream. That's awesome. Um, segways. 
Segues. <laughs> um, Child's Play. Yeah. Chucky. Chucky. Uh, we're going to do a series again. Mm-hmm. What do you know about Chucky? I have seen one of these movies. Bride of Chucky, referenced before. I Bride think. of Chucky, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a murder doll. Okay. That, that's the extent of my knowledge, okay. really. Well, you saw a movie. I saw a movie. Okay. I I think it ends in the backseat of like a Jeep. Okay. Did you like it? Did you dislike it? What do you remember? Where do you think the it, series is going to go? What do you think the series is? I feel like I saw it like on HBO back in the day, like when it would have been, you know, just getting to HBO. Okay. And I don't remember a whole lot, so it didn't it didn't like impact me totally. But I thought it was funnier and less scary than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like I think I've heard that the series took a turn with that one where they went more comedic. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like you got a handle on what you're expecting. Yeah. The uh, I can say, so I was definitely a horror kid. Like mm-hmm. it was a horror household and I didn't know that wasn't normal necessarily. Yeah. Um child's play absolutely was the one growing up that messed with me yeah like i saw it way too young or maybe even just bits and pieces way too young and it would be the one that i was scared of that i would like lay in bed and be scared mm-hmm. that chucky was going to get me yeah i was legitimately freaked out by him for a long time i feel like i had the exact same experience but had never seen the movies or anything right uh it wasn't with chucky it was with the oh. snuggle bear the snuggle bear snuggle bear freaks me the fuck out man i don't know what snuggle bear is Sn- oh is that the thing with the nose Sn- the snuggle is like a laundry detergent or fabric softener or something oh yeah okay and so okay. it would like walk through the forest and be all like hey look at me i'm like a teddy bear but yeah. i have feelings and i'm gonna murder you okay yeah I couldn't watch those commercials. Like, I would run out of the room crying. Because <laughs> <laughs> my mom was laughing at me. So you have a long history of being a pussy, is what you're uh, saying. Yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> I was born a pussy. I'm an OG pussy. <laughs> That's incredible. I was a pussy before it was cool. I, I, so I was definitely scared of a breathing little doll-like creature. Yeah. Who killed people? Mm-hmm. You, you were scared of, of a teddy bear that loved to snuggle. Yep. His name was Snuggle. The Snuggle Bear. Uh, what was the, what where my mind went? Teddy you, Ruxpin? No. Because that thing was freaky too. Teddy Ruxpin, maybe that's where it was. So here, let me tell you where I was going and I think you might have corrected me. Okay. Do you remember the glow worm? Yes. I thought there was a glow worm that was like, had a no like a trunk. But then you said Teddy Ruxpin, and I think it might be like a Teddy Ruxpin spinoff. Like they sold all these Teddy Ruxpin dolls, Mm -hmm. and then they had a spinoff character that I think was purple with Mm. a big trunk-like nose. Was Was this meaning anything? Was it maybe just like a Teddy Ruxpin Barney or something? No, it was definitely more elephant-like. I don't know, but putting like metal tapes into Teddy Ruxpin was always freaky. Yeah, I feel like I had a Teddy Ruxpin at one point. I never had one. Uh, I knew f- kids that had one, and my cousin had one. And so sometimes I'd go over to his house and just put weird music tapes in there. It was always freaky. Did he in his mouth move to the music? Mm-hmm. Do you do you remember when Chuck E. Cheese was Showbiz Pizza? I do. So 
there's a pretty awesome documentary that I saw at one point on Hulu. And now there's like a DVD that must be out of print or they're self-distributing because it's super expensive. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the there was a band for showbiz called like this. The it was a long name, the Super Galactic, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was led by the gorilla, right? Yes. Um, And the documentary is pretty awesome because it's, it's talking about the people that loved it so much. Uh, mm-hmm. The spectral light and something jamboree, maybe that, that might also be so fucking that might hippie seventies. That might be a gothic country band that I'm thinking <laughs> of too. I might be getting them confused. Um, Swayback, that was it. The uh, so it's it's following these guys that are like obsessed with this. Is very obviously people that are trying to recapture their childhood, mm-hmm. and they're like buying these bits and pieces and recreating these things. And there's one guy that has the whole band recreated in his garage wow and he can program them to play and sing whatever so there's like videos of like him singing them singing like an arcade fire song and it's pretty awesome that sounds really awesome i had a showbiz pizza token that i kept a lot of through a lot of my childhood that got lost in some moves but i had that probably longer than i should have yeah long after showbiz pizza was gone yeah, it was sad. Like they showed like a video of like, okay, remove the outside skele- or the outside shell of the gorilla mm-hmm. and throw it in the trash, <laughs> and replace it with this that looks like a mouse or whatever it was. Yeah, and uh, it was kind of depressing. And like now that stuff's worth a whole bunch of money, just like everything else. Like obviously this is a horror podcast. Yeah, VHSs and stuff like that are worth big bucks at this point. Yeah, um, I I remember when Chuck E. Cheese joined the band. And then when Showbiz became Chuck E. Cheese, I was like, hey, he's just he just joined the band like a year ago. What the hell's going on here? Yeah, what he overthrew. He's muscling the, his way in. He overthrew it. What's the, uh, I feel so dumb right now that I can't remember this. Yoko Ono? No. Is that where you're going? No. Going with uh, Mutiny. Mutiny? That's my word, yeah. Mutiny? Yeah, Mutiny. Uh, for like a half hour today at work, mm-hmm. people were trying to talk work with me okay and i couldn't do it at all because somebody talked about the giants like a football game mm-hmm. and i thought of little giants yeah and ice then box. and then i made an icebox joke actually <laughs> to them and they were just confused that explained i was talking about little giants and the girl's name was Box. yeah and then i was like rick moranis he's a country singer now and then so my mind went to the kid that starred in it okay who had the blonde hair that was always part of the middle yeah and I was like, oh, he was, he started in Final Destination. What was his name? So for like a half hour or 45 <laughs> minutes, and I could have at any point pulled out my phone, but it became a challenge because yeah. I knew his name was in my head. Mm-hmm. So for the longest time, I was like, it's a D name. David Sagwagi Sapupchi Chop Chop. Like just trying to, Chinese? Car- trying to care. Are you racist? I was accused of being racist as well. It's a white guy. <laughs> but I was like, his name, I knew it was a D name. And it it had like a zh sound in it, right? Zh. So that's why I was trying to come up with any. I was just in my head like Damon, Donald, Dustin, Saju, Shiju, Chichi, Chachi, and just kept fine. And then all of a sudden it hit me. Mm-hmm. Do, you know who, do you know who it is? Sasha Baron Cohen. No. What? I said a D and a zh. Those sounds are in there. Find them. Okay. <laughs> so his name's Devin Sawa. 
Oh, okay. So like I can could completely watch my my train of thought go. Yeah. And now apparently I laid it out for everyone. Mm-hmm. So so were were you guys like in a semicircle and everyone was talking and you're just standing there staring at the floor muttering to yourself? Because that's uh, what I pictured in my head. No, no, no. It's actually much worse than that because <laughs> what it is, is is I had the conversation about Icebox, mm-hmm. then walked away. Yeah. And then a series of people came over and attempted to talk to me and like ask for advice. Like, hey, let me ask my boss for help. Mm-hmm. To which I would reply, doobie shabaji, <laughs> choppy chippy cha. <laughs> and they just walked away and thought I was insane. Because they weren't wrong. I was no, I was no help <laughs> until I could get Devin Sawa to come out of my brain. And then I tried to explain, like, well, I'm trying to figure out. You see this guy? He always had his hair parted in the middle. It was the the 90s into the 2000s. He was kind of a cool guy. Yeah, that guy. You totally had a crush on Icebox, right? Oh yeah, I feel like everyone did. Yeah, that was, that was a formative experience. Yeah, for our generation. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. Yeah. So I was 22 the first time I saw that movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, not a thing. Um, so something that I love that you do a good job of is in, as new episodes are released, mm-hmm. you write very detailed descriptions because I was there for those <laughs> conversations and I've usually listened to them as I edit them. Mm-hmm. We, we do very minimal editing. Right. Um, it's basically just plugging in the intro and the outro. But anyway, I usually have listened to them, but I still read them. And I'm like, how the hell did we talk about those 10 <laughs> things? What would segue them? And I'm trying to figure out in my head how in the hell right now we're talking about these things. This is our introduction to our Trekkie series. <laughs> hey, everybody. 